Welcome to the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. Kintsugi Life is about learning, growing and strengthening from the times of adversity and challenge that we all go through. It's about valuing them as part of what makes us who we are. Right now, let's get into the content. Hi, and welcome to this episode of the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about feelings of self-reliance and solitude and how those things that can be considered to be positives and good things, and certainly which are traits of myself, can sometimes go too far and actually then turn into introversion and isolation. And I want to talk about how I think that being happy alone can sometimes transition to unhappy loneliness if we're not careful about how we kind of ensure that we're functioning as part of society and part of a group, which is a human need. So I'd be lying if I described myself as sociable and outgoing. I'm not a loner by nature, but I have no issue with being alone. I don't need other people around me to feel comfortable. and I don't get a lot of joy from making conversation just for the sake of it. I'm fine with silence, and my friends and family and my wife would attest to that. It's fortunate then that my life seems to have evolved such that I spend much of it alone. Until recently, I'd come to accept this as a facet of my life which suited me well. Of late, I've been wondering if it's an arrangement that's working quite as well for me as I thought it did. Consider my life. I work from home, alone for most of the time and usually only go into an office once every fortnight. My team, who I work with and who I manage, is geographically distributed, and we mostly communicate by phone, email, and instant messenger, so there's no real need, or way indeed, of being around them in order to work effectively. Aside from the occasional conference call, I tend to work with music on in the background for company. I manage my own time, I eat and exercise around my work, and I feel that I waste little time commuting needlessly, or in drawn-out meetings. When I go to the gym, I train alone with headphones in my ear, and a thousand-yard stare on my face, focusing on one exercise after the other. I don't really want to chat by the water cooler. I don't want to compare notes on the latest supplements or dietary fads. I want to get into the gym, do my workout, and get out again. When I leave the house for a walk, or go to the supermarket, my headphones are again firmly planted in my ears. I'll take them out as I go through the checkout, and I'm polite and courteous to those I meet, but I'm not inclined to make conversation if I don't have to. I rarely socialise with friends spontaneously, and I'm often looking when I'm out for a diplomatic escape from social occasions, in case I just want to make my excuses and leave. I see even my closest friends maybe once a month or less. I hope they understand me and don't take it as a sign of me not caring about them. I hope they know that they can reach out if they needed me and I'd be there for them. Maybe they do know this and maybe they don't. I even live apart from my wife for alternate weeks, thanks to a somewhat complex co-parenting arrangement that I have in place for my kids from my first marriage. In the weeks that I'm away from her, we text regularly, but a few days often pass between actual conversations. Given those facts and that background, it had seemed fair to describe me as an introvert, bordering on being an antisocial hermit if you wish to describe me as such. I wonder to myself, is this really a problem? I used to think not, 
but of late I've started to think otherwise. Here's how I've began to think that. I don't avoid contact with others because of social anxiety. I've no problem walking into a room full of people I don't know and networking with them or presenting with them. I have to do this occasionally for my work. I can make conversation with people of a variety of ages and from a variety of backgrounds. I consider myself a good communicator. I'm described by others as friendly, personable and confident. So I don't think it's an issue of being unlikable either. What it boils down to, I think, is that I just seem to prefer spending my time alone. I'm starting to worry though that I've taken this to an unhealthy extreme. There are a few caveats to my assessment that I'd like to offer as explanations before I further dissect this personality flaw. As mentioned, my daughters from my first marriage only live with me for half their lives. I crave as much time with them as I can and I miss them when, I'm, when they're with their mum and I'm not with them. It's an arrangement we've had in place since they were seven and four, and the youngest is now 16. I've always viewed my time with them as sacred, and I've always avoided scheduling social events or work meetings that required travel during the weeks they were with me. It would have felt I was neglecting them if I, only, if I allowed that time to be eroded with things that I could do when they weren't with me. Of late, I get the impression though that they're glad when I make social plans on the occasional evening, even if they are with me. I can't decide if they're glad that I'll be out of their way for a few hours, or if they're genuinely concerned about how insular I've become. I suspect it's the latter. The co-parenting arrangement's been in place long before I met my second wife. That it predated our marriage doesn't mean that I don't miss her any less, or that I miss her any less when we're apart. For alternate weeks, she and I live apart, her at our family home, and me with my daughters. I've adapted to the fact that we only live together as a married couple for half the time. It's an accepted feature of our married life, and it's always been this way, but somehow that doesn't help to normalise it or make it feel any more comfortable. I've lived out of a suitcase for many years now, split between two addresses, and while it seems unsettling to some, it's been my norm for as long as I can remember. I wonder sometimes how I'll adapt when my daughters have both left home when I'm no longer required to live as a custodial parent for alternate weeks, will it be easy to adapt to living in just one place? Will I find the lack of time alone unsettling and uncomfortable? Will I find it easy to adapt to being around my wife and my younger stepkids full time? I've lived a reasonable distance from my wider family for much of my adult life too, with my parents and sister living about four hours away by car. I'm used to our contact being via text, email, weekly phone call and a visit every month or two and on holidays. But as time passes I find this increasingly inadequate and I feel like I'm missing out on precious and limited opportunities to spend time with them all. Times when we all get together are rare and it feels like a pressure exists to make every moment fun, memorable and special. If we lived close by visits could be shorter and more frequent but I feel a burden of wanting to make this the case right now even if it's not possible. I'm conscious that I'm a terrible friend too. If I'm being really objective, I have less than 10 proper friends, friends that I'd describe as close, and there are only a handful who I'm genuinely close to. I think the closest ones understand and accept me for who I am, and I get that I have a, and they do get that I have a reasonably complicated life that limits my ability to see each of them as much as I'd like. I worry though 
how those long-term friendships can realistically endure if something doesn't change. If you seldom see a friend, do the things you have in common not start to fade away a little? I've tried to justify why I've ended up this way, and here's what I've come up with. First, my life is full and I struggle to fit everything in as it is. To spend more time socialising, commuting to an office just to be around co-workers, or forging an active role within my community would drain further precious time from my life. Time's a commodity which already feels scarce. Secondly, I can't abide wasting time and the thought of losing two hours a day commuting would seem like just that, a waste with no real benefit. Finally, I tell myself that I'm self-reliant and I don't need to be around others. So is there really a gap to fill in my life? But as I write this list, as I think about those things, I find I've quickly run out of justifications and explanations. And those that I've written seem to have a decidedly defensive tone about them. Perhaps that's as good an indication as there can be that I'm not really at ease with the current situation. We humans seem to find it easy to come up with reasons why anything can seem like a good idea, like the preferable, almost satisfactory option. It doesn't usually take too much probing before the substance of our defences gets broken down when we're trying to justify a situation that really isn't actually working. For a year or two now, and in part since I read an excellent book by Sebastian Junger called Tribe, I've been convinced that an innate part of the human condition is to live and interact as part of a collective and unified tribe of individuals united behind a common cause. By taking an active interest in the lives of my nearest and dearest, I convinced myself that I was servicing this need in myself adequately. Of late though, the emptiness I feel when I'm apart from those I love most dearly is an indicator of a big gap in my life. I think this gap has been magnified by the absence of anyone else that, there, that exists in a wider tribe beyond my immediate family and a select few friends. Spending my time largely alone has served to make me feel isolated and lonely for much of the time. I'd gotten used to accepting this as the norm, but I now recognise it for what it is, a problem that needs resolving. And so, I'm determined I'm going to try and fill that void. I don't imagine I'll be seeking to spend my time around a vast circle of friends, and I don't expect to suddenly become gregarious and outgoing, a different version of my former self. That isn't really what I aspire to. What I need, and what I hope will help to temper some of the feelings of isolation, is to seek out a bit more human interaction on a daily basis, in work and in social settings. Instead of defaulting to being on my own and remaining in the safety and security of my comfort zone, maybe I need to open my mind to the possibility that life could be enriched by the company of others. Perhaps it's worth accepting a bit of disruption and a loss of some time in travelling, commuting and in leisure pursuits if the resulting human contact helps to remove the feelings of solitude and isolation. It might be worth it if I feel part of a wider group, of a community, of a tribe. While I'll still likely favour time alone by default, I think there's a finer balance to be struck in my life. I guess we'll see. I hope you have been uh, prompted to think about how you spend your time and as much as I know that some of us, particularly if we've been hurt in the past or if we've been working through difficulties or alternatively if we're throwing ourselves into a project, 
we just find it a natural setting to, to kind of default into being alone and focusing and spending our time without any interruption. But I think it is really valuable to spend time with other people and to enrich your life by being part of that tribe or the community. So I encourage you to perhaps try and find a balance as well, just as I'm trying to do. And if you have any tips on how you've managed to achieve that, I'd love to hear from you. So please do get in touch. In the meantime, I hope you'll leave a review if you've enjoyed this and share it with someone else who you think might benefit. And until next time, this is Toby Hazelwood with the Kintsugi Life podcast saying goodbye. You've been listening to the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. You can email me on toby at tobyhazelwood.com. I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love for you to leave me a positive review if you feel unworthy of one. And I'd also love for you to share this with anyone else who you think might benefit from the content. Until next time, this is Toby Hazelwood saying goodbye.